0: Hi guys, my name is Lauren Curtis. I've been on social media since 2011 and since then I've grown a following of over seven million people across my platforms. And I have learned a lot along the way. The Mental Makeover podcast shares real, very honest advice on all things happiness, body image, self-love, relationships, spirituality, and reaching your goals. I want to start today's episode off with a question. And that question is, Do you think social media has had a positive or negative effect on your life? My answer to that question is split pretty evenly down the middle. Obviously, I am where I am now because of social media and I owe so much to it. But on the other hand, there are some serious downsides and it has seriously affected my life and my mental health in many ways. So it's always a bit of a tough one for me to talk about because I owe so much to it, but then I also blame so much on it as well. And I think in general, most people's response would be that they had a better quality of life before social media was introduced. And I think there's one main reason for that, and that is that it breeds the idea that our lives aren't as good as other people's. It's comparison. It's comparison between where you're at now with your life or where you're financially at, how many friends you've got, how pretty you are, what weight you're at, how many job opportunities you've got, how many places you've traveled, how many this, how many that, compared to all these other people that seem to have Accomplished so much more than you and seen so much more of the world and have so much money and are younger and have accomplished more and are trim or toned or prettier or it's like we always had those thoughts before social media came around. It just wasn't as concentrated and it's like shoved in our faces. But it's also kind of strange because it's not really shoved in our faces because we choose to see it every day, it's like a bit of a sick, twisted relationship. Like, you know, you shouldn't be with this person, but or this thing or this app, (laughs) this app, but you're kind of addicted to it. Like it's, you know, it's bad for you, but you can't help, but want to stay. I mean, most people open their Instagram app and hours go by and you've either accomplished nothing or you feel worse about yourself. Like how many times have you gone on social media and spent maybe five minutes seeing something really nice and then close the app and you feel good and that's our own fault we are in control of that that is not Instagram's fault we choose what we put on this platform we choose to consume it but for some reason we're all in this repetitive cycle of going on the app feeling bad closing the app feeling bad Time passes, open the app, see something, maybe feel good, keep scrolling, feel bad, close the app, feel bad. Time passes, it's a repetitive cycle, nothing changes and I was listening to a book recently and it talked about social media and how, and even traditional media in general, and how what we consume or what we see in the news and on social media has changed because It takes so much more to entertain us now and to grab our attention and to engage us. And it's the same thing with YouTube. People ask me, why don't you film makeup tutorials anymore? And it's because no one watches them. I mean, a few people might, of course, but it's like back in the day when I started, makeup tutorials were my bread and butter. Everyone loved them, but now you need to be applying makeup with like a condom to get views. And I'm not even kidding you, that was like a challenge at one point. The reality is if you're not shocking people, they're not watching your content. At least that's kind of how it works for YouTube, but Instagram works a little bit differently because if you had, I don't know how many users Instagram has, but let's just say this is obviously a Tiny, minuscule amount, but say you got 100,000 people, 100,000 influencers, and they're all posting content of their everyday lives, their normal outfits, they're going into the shops or to the post office or food shopping, they're showing their relationship with their partner and maybe talking about how it's been a rough week for them or they've had pregnancy struggles or I don't know, just everyday life stuff that all of us go through the mundane, the boring, the unexciting. Imagine you've got hundreds of thousands of people all sharing that same thing. Then you get one person coming in and showing their trip to the Maldives or their trip to Fiji or their trip to Hawaii or their designer clothes or their amazing sculpted body or how much money they have or their perfect relationship. You kind of think everyone's going to flock to that, right? Because they're so used to seeing the normal mundane stuff. And it's kind of nice to have an escape and to see someone else's life and to just fantasize about what that might be like and maybe even envy them or maybe that inspires you to want to be more successful or more healthy or to find someone and then a few more people start popping up doing the same thing and you're kind of like oh wow you know this is really exciting like this this is a possibility if if it's not just one person now living this amazing life it's multiple people like maybe I really do have a shot at having a similar life maybe I should put things in place and get started on that business idea I was thinking about or you know sign up to a dating website I don't know and then it starts to go crazy because all these people start realizing that there's a market for this. There's a market for people that want to see a life that looks incredible and that looks like a Hollywood life and looks like a life you see in the movies. So everyone starts doing that, even if their life isn't actually like that and they're miserable or they're bankrupt or they've got relationship issues or they've got a struggle with their body image. Who cares? I can fake it. I can do whatever everyone wants me to do just so I can get likes and engagement and views and make money and it just sounds amazing, so I'm gonna start doing that too. And then you've got a hundred thousand people that now start showing their amazing, incredible lives. No matter actually whether or not their life is actually like that, but they're showing you regardless. And then all of a sudden, you start thinking, oh, this is actually making me feel a little bit behind. I feel like I'm missing out or I'm so much further behind everybody else. Everybody else has got these amazing relationships and beautiful children and they've traveled to all these places and they have all this money and I don't have any of that. Or if I have any of it, I only have it to like 10% of what they have it. And now it's all I'm seeing. So obviously I'm doing something wrong. I'm really far behind everyone else. I need to catch up, I'm a failure, I'm getting older, I haven't achieved all of this stuff, my relationship isn't perfect, I argue with my partner, or sometimes it's hard for me to pay my mortgage, or I can't afford to buy fancy handbags, I can't even afford to buy new clothes in the new season, or, you know, warmer jumpers for myself, but everybody else can, so I must not be good enough, I wish I was more like everybody else, I wish I was more like them, I wish I had nicer things, I wish I had a stronger relationship, I am essentially a failure because I'm the only one who isn't on that level. But guess what? That person is probably still going to open Instagram every single day. Knowing that that's how they feel when they go on Instagram, they're still going to do it because it comes down to the fear of missing out. You don't want to be out of the loop you want to know what's happening, you don't want to miss out, and there actually is something nice about seeing people do well. It's aspirational, it's motivational, it's inspirational. I mean, I like it for that reason, but that's why I don't follow many people, because I myself, and I'm so grateful to have had the success that I've had, but it's so easy for me. Regardless of, I mean, you could be a billionaire with everything in the world, and not that money equals happiness, but as an example, you could have everything, everything in every aspect of life and you still compare yourself to someone who who has more because someone is always going to have more. You'll never have the most of anything and you shouldn't want to. That's not a goal that you should be trying to strive towards. But I don't follow many people because regardless of what I have in my own life, I know it's a slippery slippery slope down when I'm following millions of other influencers or I mean it is it is influencers that's the whole thing it's like those are the people that are influencing and they are they're influencing for the bad and for the good and I'm sure I've unintentionally done that myself many times because you can't really know what effect you've had on every single person that's seen your content and that's why now going forward, being sidetracked, but going forward, I'm much more responsible for the content I put out there. I'm not trying to portray a life or an image that isn't actually true to my life or my image. Not that I've ever faked it, but I mean, there's been some times where I've had like a million different brand trips in one year, and my life looks like it's a luxury holiday. And while while that's been true in terms of I've had those trips, like that's not my life normally. And so I like to keep a balance, but that comes down to me unfollowing a lot of people. No, not even unfollowing, just not following in the first place because as much as I respect them as people and it's absolutely nothing personal – I just don't want to see it because I know it's going to have a negative effect on my mental health. And that's the good thing about Instagram Instagram removing likes as well. I can still see my own likes and that is what it is, but I can't see other people's. And from an influencer's perspective, I hate that word, but there's no other really word for it. (laughs) Influencer's perspective, it's nice not to know what other people are getting on their uh, photos, like how many likes they're getting, because it's just one less thing I have to think about. Ignorance is kind of bliss in that situation. Most of the accounts I follow now are friends, family, plant-related, animal-related, and that's pretty much it. I don't really follow many influences, and the ones I do... I genuinely enjoy seeing their content, and some of the people that I follow, I've actually muted, and again, it's nothing about the person at all. It is absolutely nothing personal, it's just, I don't want to unfollow them because I don't want them to think that it is personal, because it's not, but I find myself comparing my stuff to theirs, and... Again, that's my own projections. That's my own insecurities. Has nothing to do with them. But I just think it's sometimes it's good if I don't see it because I am only human. And as confident as I have become over this weird, crazy—I don't know how many years it's been since 2011 when I started. As much as I have really worked on self-development, I'm still. Uh, vulnerable to feeling bad about myself because other people's lives seem amazing or this or that and like I am one of those people that people might look at and think oh their life is so amazing and I'm not saying it's not but it's funny that even when you're in this situation as someone who has a lot of followers we still are susceptible to feeling like everybody else feels because we're all just humans. I may have more followers than some people, but that doesn't mean that I don't have the same insecurities and problems and worries and stresses and all of that. It just means that I share my life publicly and you probably don't. That's literally the difference. And I think that's why so many of us struggle with our self-image now and our body image and even where we're at in our lives, like how much we've achieved or what goals we've reached because we're constantly being shown how successful everyone else is and how much we could be doing with our lives and how strong our relationships could be and all of that. I'm not going to repeat myself about that again, but it's just a big old slap in the face, but we're kind of like asking for it because we continue to go on social media. And I think the number one thing you can do to make yourself Feel less crappy on social media and minimize the amount of comparison that goes on is simply just unfollow all of the people that don't bring joy to your day when you go on Instagram, that don't make you feel better for seeing their content, that don't empower you or inspire you or make you feel good about yourself. And it's one thing to be inspired by people who maybe. On a fitness journey, or maybe very wealthy, or very pretty, or very, I don't know, successful in one way or another. It's one thing to be inspired by them, but there is also a very fine line because I'm inspired by many, many, many people, but what inspires me about them isn't always actually what they've got in terms of material things or success or whatever it is. It's not always that. Even though they have that, sometimes it's just the person they are and attitude they have. There's something really refreshing about meeting people or seeing people or hearing about people that are filthy, filthy, filthy rich, but you would never in a million years know because they wear old daggy clothes. They save all their money. They don't care about buying fancy things. Like, there's just... I just... Yeah, it's, it's one thing to be inspired by people who are successful, but it's another thing to be inspired by their character and the person they are and their attitude. And more often than not, that's actually the reason why I follow those people. I don't like following people that are rich and just show it off and have really, really nice things. Not because I'm jealous, because I'm actually not. I've grown out of that face of my life because that doesn't actually help me in any way. I don't feel inspired to make a positive change in my life. I'm inspired by someone who is successful and is a great person and shows me tips or tricks or little ways of doing things that might improve my own life or just reminds me that it's okay to fail a million times or it's okay just like practical advice or just an attitude or like their energy. I find that really inspirational whereas if you've got a million designer bags and a beautiful house, like good for you. Like I find that awesome. I'd love to have a nice house on the beach one day or something but if that's all you're providing me with, that's not really what I'm looking for. So I won't follow you, even though I find that cool, like good for you. But yeah, it's not always about unfollowing people just because they are successful. It's about following the people that have the right balance and the right like concoction going on. It's inspirational and aspirational, but it also offers you something. It has depth. It's not shallow. It's not just, here's all my fancy things. Look at all my fancy things, which is fine. And there's a, an audience for that but if you're not feeling good after seeing that and most people probably wouldn't unless you're close to getting to that point yourself and it's actually in reach for most people that are working a nine-to-five job that's kind of a, like a rude shock that you're nowhere near that level of wealth and it makes you feel bad whereas if you're following someone who's just as rich but started from nothing and gives you like awesome advice about how to get from a to b to c to d then that person is still worth following. This is just my own personal take. Obviously, you are affected or inspired by completely different things than I might be. And same thing goes with influencers. You might really like an influencer. You might, might respect them. You might think they're beautiful and you're inspired by their, uh, I don't know, their, their story. But realistically, when you actually think about it, you don't feel better after seeing their posts and it's nothing to do with them. It has nothing. It's never about them. It's never about that person. It's about what we see in ourselves and if we feel like we're missing something or something is lacking or it's confronting or it makes us feel like we're less than or not enough or not good enough or just, yeah, not enough. And so it's not even about the person that you're following. It's about what triggers you when you see, it's, it's about what their content triggers in you. Whether it's a positive reaction and it's a positive emotion and you feel inspired because you see something in them that you see in yourself and they've achieved this and you can also achieve that then because you're similar, or it's negative, which is they've got this, you want that, you don't have that, so now you're not as good as them. That would be the first step in minimizing how crappy you feel after you go on Instagram. Unfollow all of the accounts that don't make you happy and you're not doing anything wrong by I mean gosh you might look at my content and it might not make you happy unfollow me I'm not saying I'm the hero here I don't know how my content is received by all of these people that receive it but I'm just saying take an objective look at your following list and just unfollow the people that all the accounts or the companies or whatever it is that don't make you happy And it might be a gradual thing. You might not know which ones don't actually make you happy. It's a case of just scrolling through your feed and every time you see something that doesn't make you feel good or makes you second guess yourself, then you just unfollow. And that's totally fine. And you don't have to feel like you're missing out on anything because what you're really missing out on is just sadness. (laughs) That's all you're going to be missing out on. The sadness that you feel after looking at photos that make you feel like crap and all you can really do once you've done that is change your own attitude and your own perspective and your own self-talk because realistically you shouldn't have to stop using Instagram I mean some people have done that have just gone off social media and have loved it. Reese is one of them, my boyfriend, and I actually would like to get him on the podcast to talk about that, why he deactivated it, how he feels after doing so, what he wishes he had and hadn't done in the first place when it came to Instagram. He has a lot of interesting um, insight into that whole thing, but you don't necessarily have to go and delete Instagram yourself. I mean, a lot of people do and they love it, but that shouldn't have to be the only option because it's not the only option. And it just comes down to you are not anybody else and you shouldn't want to be. There is absolutely nothing wrong with the person you are, what you've achieved, despite everything else that you see around you or what everyone else is doing. It doesn't mean that you should be doing the same, it doesn't mean you should have the same amount of money or success or have achieved all of your goals or be anything like anybody else because that's not what you're on this earth for and I don't want to get all airy-fairy but it's not, that's the reason why we're all so different, we all have different things to, to offer, we all have different purposes, we all bring something different to this world and to constantly spend this one life you have wishing you were somebody else is such a shame. Like, that is such a shame. You have so much more to offer than you realize. And that is an understatement. You shouldn't be measuring your own success by measuring it in comparison to somebody else's. You're in your own lane. Like, you don't need to be thinking of your success as running race that you're competing against other people to win because you're not you are not the same as anybody else and that is amazing and so you shouldn't feel the need to want to be on their exact same path because that's completely unrealistic to even think that's that makes sense or is possible because you've had completely different lives coming up living up to this present moment You can't put yourself in the same category as someone who you actually know nothing about, who you don't know how they got to where they are, what kind of mental state they're in, how much money they have, how many successes they've had and how long it took them to get there, how much struggle was involved, how many sleepless nights, how many arguments they had with their partner to get to the strong relationship they're in now. Like We only see the highlights. And so we're so good at comparing ourselves to the highlights that we forget that, they're just highlights. It's only the best bits. You're not going to see people's fights with their partner on social media because no one wants to see that because it's real life, but it's not happy and pleasant and sunshine and lollipops. So people don't show that and it's private. So people don't show it. People don't want to see someone crying on the floor after being so ridiculously stressed over their job that might be making them millions of dollars but they're miserable because they don't have time with their family or their partner or they work every single waking hour of the day and they don't have a social life. You don't see the people that spend their lives traveling that just wish they had a home to come home to. You don't see the people that have all these designer things that might have a whole lot of money in their bank account but they've got a strained relationship with their family and they would absolutely kill to be in your situation You may not have even 1% of the amount of money that they have, but you've got an amazing family and you've got amazing friends and you've got this and that that they could never ever, ever, ever imagine having. But just because they have money, you think that they have more than you or just because they have an amazing body or an amazing partner or whatever it is that, that you compare yourself against them for. Just because they have that doesn't mean they don't have a lot of really crappy things as well. It continues to shock me how many times I see influencers on social media come out and say they've got depression and mental health issues when, at face value, their account makes it look like they wouldn't have a care in the world. You just don't know. We've all got our own struggles. Think about the best moment of your life and what else you had going on around that same time. I'm sure there were some pretty crappy things too. You can't have highs without lows. It's just not how it works. Even with my social media, I don't know, career, whatever you want to call it, over the past um, eight or nine years, it's been incredible. And there have been so many highs, but there have also been so many lows. And a lot of people probably wouldn't want to accept the highs knowing what the lows are like and they're constant. And the highs are constant too. It isn't like, it's just, it's balance. It's the way the world works. You can't have good without bad. And so when you see things on social media or anywhere really, that make you stop and think, Oh, I wish I had that in any way, shape or form, any kind of envy or jealousy, just remember, you don't know the full story. You never know the full story. As Dr. Phil wisely says, (laughs) Um, I don't care how flat you make a pancake, it's got two sides. I don't care how amazing something looks and how you've justified to yourself that it's perfect in every single way and you need that in your life. You don't know what the other side of that is, the flip side, because there are a lot of sacrifices, a lot of stress, a lot of tears, a lot of crappiness that has probably gone on behind the scenes to get to that point. And that's why a lot of people don't, you know, have the courage or don't even want, it's not even about courage, don't even want to start their own business. Even though they could make a lot of money, the things that you have to sacrifice when you start your own business and the things you have to learn and struggle with and suffer through are really intense. And a lot of the time that outweighs the possibility or the idea of success and Fancy things and nice holidays and big houses. A lot of people don't want to deal with all the crappy stuff because it's a lot. And so it's so easy for us to compare ourselves to the highs of someone's lives. But let's actually compare our lives to their lows. But you can't because you don't see them. Don't compare yourself to anybody else or anything else unless you know the full story. And you will never know the full story unless... They are very, very, very close to you. Even your family, even your friends, you'll probably never know the full story. My friends know that I've got a clothing business and my social media stuff, but they would never know to what extent it's taken a toll on my life over the years because I don't share that because that's my own stuff. And if they asked, I'd share it, but I've worked through it and I know that I'm gonna keep on going through tough times. Because that's what makes the good times so amazing. And that's why I don't really feel the need to share all the bad times. Because I know it's just a part of life. And it allows me to experience all of the good times. Because there's a balance to everything. So if you're looking at someone you've never even met before and comparing yourself. Well that's just not fair on you. Because you have no idea about the full situation. And it could be completely different. In fact it probably is absolutely completely different to what you'd expect it to be. And regardless of that... You just don't need to be any different. Focus on being the best version of yourself, and I know it's cliche, but it's so simple. Take all that energy and put it back into yourself. Think okay, if I'm getting jealous or feeling sad seeing other people's success. What is it about my life that makes me feel that way? What do I need to work on? Perhaps it's because that person had the courage to start their own business and now they're very, very successful. Maybe I need to start my own business that I've wanted to do for so long, but I've just never had the courage to because that's obviously what is upsetting me. I'm seeing other people having the courage to do something that I don't have the courage to do. Or it's seeing someone who's got an amazing body and it makes you feel bad because your body doesn't look like that. But your body's not their body. You have a genetically different setup. Your body is different. It is never, ever, 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 ever going to look like theirs. You can count your macros. You can work out at the gym 10 hours a day. You can dedicate your life to trying to look like that person and you're still never going to look like that person your body is not the same and you shouldn't want to look like them anyway because what is wrong with you what is wrong with the way you look and if you have insecurities why do you have those insecurities is it because just in society we we uh celebrate people who have a certain shape and we condemn the people that don't, well, you can change that. You can be one of those people that leads the change. You can empower yourself, empower others, embrace your body and rock the way it looks exactly as it is right now and stuff what everyone else thinks about it. If it's because you think women or men won't be attracted to you because of the way you look... Well, that says a lot more about them than it says about you. If someone doesn't like you the way you are, that's their problem and that's their loss and that's all that needs to be said about that. If you think that you aren't as healthy as you should be, you don't feel as good as you could, that's an amazing reason to want to change the way you look because that's not about other people's expectations or their opinions of you. That's about you feeling good about yourself and that's you treating yourself better because you know that you deserve better. That's eating better, going to the gym, whatever feels right for you, but doing so because you know that when you do it, you'll feel amazing afterwards. Not because you need to look like somebody else or because you need to lose weight. You don't need to lose weight. You don't need to go to the gym. You don't need to eat healthy if you don't want to. If you feel like you're totally happy without that, then why do it? Why do it? All these people that have opinions about how other people look, who cares? It's not their life. You get to live your life. So every decision that you make only affects you and doesn't affect them. So do whatever the hell makes you feel good and empowered. And that's as simple as it is. You don't need to be somebody else because you are beautiful and perfect and enough as you are, exactly as you are. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Don't forget you can find me at... Loz Curtis, L-O-Z-C-U-R-T-I-S on Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review and subscribe if you haven't already. It is so incredibly appreciated. Thank you all so much for those of you who have already done so. You are amazing and thank you just for listening in the first place. I appreciate it so much. Please don't forget to be kind to yourselves and I will speak to you all next time. Bye guys.